Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy President's Day, everybody, a.k.a. happy free yourself from the shackles of Microsoft Teams Day, okay? An extra day where you ain't got to do nothing, just sit around your house. You can just sit around your house and you can just enjoy the day like I'm going to do. Maybe I'll rewatch the traders. Maybe not. I don't know. But regardless of whether I rewatch it or not, this is an episode where I talk all about episode eight and I cannot wait to do so. But before I get to that, I talk about, there's some more uh, rumors coming out of Atlanta. Child Simon Gabaldia, Portia's husband, he might be getting deported. Uh, Kim Beerman might be making a return. I talk about Love Island All-Stars and how our favorite couple in history, Anton and Craig David, got reunited. And then I talk about, y'all, I have been enthralled with this TikTok story that's who the fuck did I marry? Baby, I'm trying to run my way through it because it is giving me every little tingling-ling-ling that I need, okay? It's everything that I need, and I got it linked down in the show notes, so I want you to start it too, and we're going to report back, and we're going to talk about it, okay? Oh, y'all, before you get into this episode... Drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review. You know, we love those. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Woo! This ain't Texas, ain't no hold'em, so lay your cards down, 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 down. Oh, hi guys, that's little, that, let me tell you something, there have been two songs all week that I've been singing, it's been that, of course, Beyonce, Texas Hold'em, just because it's amazing, I've also been singing 16 Carriages, but that's not the other song, the other song is Glorilla, uh, yeah, glow. Yeah, glow. Now I don't know the words, but that's that's my shit, okay? Y'all, hi. Oh my God, I'm here, and let me tell you something. 
if the if the name of the episode is Obsession, which is not, but if the name of the episode is Obsession, there are a few things that I'm obsessed with this week. Obsessed with. One of them remains the same, the the traders. I'm always obsessed with the traders. It's really the only reality TV show that's keeping my attention right now. And by keeping my attention, I mean having me running home from the gym or staying home from the gym and then going after. So I'll be going to the gym at like 9.30, just so I can watch the traders live and not have it spoiled for me. That's one thing I'm obsessed with. The other thing I'm obsessed with is, y'all, okay, I know I'm probably, I know y'all, Y'all are way deeper on TikTok and all that kind of stuff than I am. But have y'all been following this who the fuck did I marry storyline, like this playlist on TikTok? I am on part. Okay, okay, hold on. Because numbers kind of get off track. I am on, it's part 16, but it's video 18. So that's where I pick back up. And there are like 50, maybe 56 videos in the playlist. I'm at the part they just got married. So, like, you know, I, I, I've been rooting for my girl. I'm like, girl, okay, don't do it. No, don't do it. No, don't do it. Don't get married. Don't get married. You can do a whole lot of stuff. Don't get married. Don't get married. Just don't walk down the aisle. Don't get married. Don't get married. Ooh, no, girl, you said, yeah, I do. Oh, Lord, she got married. Okay, that's okay. You still ain't gonna get the Benz, but that's okay. You can get the BMW. None of that. Don't do it, girl. Don't do it. Y'all, Risa Tisa. I, that's how I'm gonna say her name. I don't know how you say her name, but that's how I'm gonna say her name. Risa Tisa. Baby, she got me stressed out. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to come out in the wash. I don't know. Look, I'm stressed out, okay? I don't know how all this stuff will get revealed, but ain't nothing about this man been sitting right with me, and I want somebody to get online and post a picture of him because I need to see what he looks like because if he looks anything what I think he looks like, I just picture a scammer in my head from start to bottom, okay? I know she said he was tall. That's all we know. And y'all know most tall people are scammers anyway, okay? <laughs> Shout out to all the short kings out there, okay? Everybody that's tall, you a scammer, and we know it. So y'all do all that shit up high because we can't see it from all the way down here. I, I, I know the game. I peeped game a long time ago. So, yeah, you ain't saying nothing to me. If y'all have I'm going to link it out in uh the episode bio in case y'all haven't seen it i i need y'all to see it so i'm gonna i'm a i'm i'm a, yeah we'll all start this journey together okay i'm what a um a third of the way finished and i'm like i'm trying my hardest to like watch other stuff and do other stuff and not just be consumed with it but baby this might take my whole damn day my whole damn president's day might be gone Fucking around with Risa Tisa and this damn who the fuck did I marry? This is a mess. It is like super scary nowadays that you could be getting to know somebody, falling in love, have a baby, get pregnant with, entangle your finances with, and truly know nothing about them. People, like the level of scamming has gone to a whole new level level and people i i don't know what it's hard like for some people it's hard to really like see those red flags and you know what some people like so desperately want to get married and have the family and do all these things that like society keeps telling them they need to do by a certain age and all this kind of stuff that they will ignore so many red flags and oh 
it's scary. Like, see me, I don't want nobody, okay? You know me, I, I've told y'all a million times, if I ever get married, you can't live with me. You got to live in the house next door or in the same neighborhood. We are, you know, we can have conjugal visits and all that, but you can't live with me. I don't want nobody in my house. Like, I earned that house. I don't want you up in there. That's just how I feel. That's how I get down. You can't come around him, okay? You can't come around him. I'm just saying, you can't come around him, but you can do whatever the hell you want to in your part of the cul-de-sac, not over here. Whew, this, I, this thing got me in my feelings. Like, I just feel like at this point, we should all just be alone. Nobody should marry. Let the scammers scam or wherever the hell they at and let us normal, decent people who trying to earn a living and trying to fight for our lives every day on Microsoft Teams, let us the hell alone. We ain't bothering nobody, okay? We ain't bothering nobody, and it's just... Oh, I'm a, I'm a link out to it. Everybody that has TikTok, I need you to start this journey. If you haven't started this journey, it is a mess. I like literally on Sunday, I just kept seeing her face pop up on my timeline. People are like, oh my God, this is wild. This is the best storytelling I've ever seen. All this kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay, I finally seen this so many times. Let me finally start this journey. Baby, I didn't regret it because... First of all, mama knows how to tell a story, okay? The hair, you, listen, and she telling at different parts of the day, so the hair be changing. We went to a, uh, you know, we was getting ready for work. We was in the car headed to work. Baby, she had got to work. We made it to bedtime. Like, it was a, it was a lot, okay? In this couple of days, she had to take a break for her birthday, and then she come back and start telling. It's, it's a lot, okay? Now, let's talk about the movie rights, okay? <laughs> Risa Tisa. Risa Tisa, do not let Tyler Perry get a hold of this, okay? I'm sorry, y'all know I love King Tyler and all like that, even though he did Monique wrong. I love King Tyler, but look, don't let him get a hold of this. Let Shonda Rhimes get this, okay? Shonda Rhimes, I already said, I heard I got a doppelganger on uh, TikTok. Yes, Shonda. Let Shonda do this one. You know who I want to play her in the story? I think Divine Joy Randolph would be perfect to tell this story. Oh, my God. She's about to win an Oscar. Yes, I said it. The book, bitch. She's about to win her an Oscar. She, uh, 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 you know, she, look, look, okay. Sis, sis got the things, all right? She's got the talent. Uh, 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 if you take the, you know, the her out, she got the kind of similar look. Like, I think she would be perfect for this role. If they want to go a different route, I never turned down Kiki Palmer for a role, okay? But I think one of them two would be per perfect for this. Divine Joy Randolph, y'all look her up. She would be amazing. She would eat this role. And I don't know I don't know what the man looks like, so I can't cast him. But, uh, you know, uh, cast Charles from uh, 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 Angry... Well, no, what's it called? Uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Cast him. The black community still ain't forgave him yet. Now, that'll be a little piece right there. That'll be a little piece. Cast him. Cast Divine Joy Randolph. And we got ourselves a damn movie. Let's Shonda pin it. But, okay. Let's Shonda finish Bridgerton season three first, okay? I know it's coming out soon. I think in March, but let her finish what she's doing, and then we'll jump on this, okay? Then we'll jump on this. Until then, y'all leave lead that lady alone, okay? Because, you know, I, I need to see how this little, you know, this little three-part, I need to see how it go. Whew, they got me stressed out. Y'all remember they made Zola. That was an, I feel like there hasn't been another big TikTok story or, like, Instagram, Twitter, whatever story since Zola that has, like, gained this kind of attention. And I need all y'all to listen so that when it happens and they do cast Divine Joy Randolph, 
I need y'all, you know, <laughs> I need y'all to give me my things. I did the casting. Shonda, don't be listening to my shit and not give me no money for casting that lady, okay? Don't play with me, Shonda. Whew, you know what? Well, let me move on. Have y'all been watching Love Island All-Stars? Y'all know normally at this point in the season, I would have came at y'all with like nine different episodes. I ain't gonna lie. Me and Raven, I think we talked about this on her podcast. They've been coming out with these day like, like calm down. They've been, they've been coming out with these damn episodes way too damn fast. Like it's been way too, like they, I feel like they put out three a day. They don't, but I feel like they do. Okay. Every time I look up, I'm like a week's worth of episodes behind. I'm like, well, God damn. What the and so it's a little hard to keep up, but I'm gonna have somebody on to talk about Love Island sometime soon. I'll talk about it. Until then, though, y'all go listen to Raven's latest episode. We talk about all of that, okay? It was a, like an hour and a half episode. We get into all of the things, okay? We talk about Zeus. Y'all know Baddies Paul wanted the reunion had dropped. And we talk about Love Island All-Stars. I want to mention them because, let me tell you something. They gave me my ticklation of the week. Ooh, I was tickled. Baby, if y'all don't remember one of the most iconic moments in Love Island history, Anton, who's on one of the best seasons of Love Island ever, Anton was obsessed with Craig David. And I don't know if y'all remember when they brought him in the house to like perform for them, Anton started crying. He was so damn happy. It was the happiest moment of his life. He was so happy. Y'all, Anton is on All Stars because... Well, let me talk about that right quick. Anton and uh, what's my girl? Liberty are both on here again because they both got, they the same kind of, I don't want to call them pathetic. They the same kind of, oh, what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? They the same kind of desperate and will accept anything. There we go. You know, on Love Island, you can't stand up. It's that's like that is a requirement. You cannot stand up. You got to sit down. You got to sit down the whole time because if you stand up for yourself, you getting booted off the show. You got to be willing to get ran over and uh, uh talked about real bad in order to be on this show. Anton, he will accept it. He don't care if he the, uh, the third choice, fourth choice, fifth choice. He don't give a damn. If you just come back to him one time after you got your heart stumped on a million times, he will take you back. Liberty won't any man that won't her. Because she's just like, you know what, damn it, I don't even give a damn. Liberty went from Love Island to Love Island Gangs right back to damn Love Island All-Stars trying to find somebody. It just never works out. Poor Liberty. Liberty, I'm just... She attached her wagon to Mitch this season, and God, that's always a terrible choice because who wants to be attached to Mitch? Ugh. But anyway, I just, the reason for me bringing him up was Anton was finally reunited with the love of his life, Craig David, this season. And obviously the producers did this to give us the tickulation that we all deserve, okay? We earned this tickulation because let's be honest, All-Stars wasn't hitting the way it needed to hit like the first couple of weeks, it's finally, I feel like it's finally getting on track, okay? Now the mess is really kind of coming to the forefront. Now they all been in there long enough to get sick of each damn each other. So now they just like, okay, I'm going to say whatever the hell I want to. Josh don't care about who feelings he hurt. Uh, Miss Casey, he don't care about nothing. He just say whatever the hell he want to because him and them big-ass veneers think that they can just say whatever they want to the people in, uh, and play with black women's hard. And then just, I, you, Casey, mm, mm, mm. you, you, you know you on my list. Keep it cute, okay? Anyway, Anton was reunited with the love of his life, Craig David, and this man was so excited when he found out Craig David was going to be in the villa again. He went into the girls' dressing room and asked him, 
He said, y'all, I need to borrow somebody's foundation. Baby, Anton didn't care about skin color. He didn't care about none of that. He just needed somebody's foundation to cover up them blemishes and uh, bumps and bruises so that he could beat his face for the one and only Craig David. And Anton said, look, I might not be what you want, but I'm what you go get when you come up in here. That man put them lashes on. <laughs> He put him a little piece of rouge on the corner right there. He did him a little wing tip. He Anton got beat, beat for Craig David, okay? He put that face on, baby. Do you hear me? He put that face on. He was the first one out the door. He was so happy. Craig David acknowledged him. He shook his hand as soon as he saw him. Ooh, I, I can't. I, I wonder if he wasn't the people. You know them people that follow people around from city to city as they touring? Do people still do that? I know they used to be real big with, like, rock bands back in the day. Anton strikes me as a type, like, if Craig David go out on tour, he's trying to go see him in as many cities as he can. He don't care what... Now, now we'll say this. Baby, that song they, they, that, that song they did was a bop. My head... I was like that Jay-Z meme. My head was just nodding. I said, okay, okay, now, wait a minute. Not, not too much. Hold on. What we doing? What we doing? Before I break down episode eight of The Traitors, I want to talk about a little uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta news. Now, look, a story kind of broke this weekend. Let me tell you something. Portia Williams, she earning that check, baby. She is back and already headlines are breaking about her and Simon. Child, a headline broke. I'm going to uh, quote the neighborhood talk. Court documents show Simon Guabaldia is fighting for U.S. citizenship, but his crime-riddled past keeps getting him denied. They say, quote, bank fraud, credit card fraud, identity fraud, fake marriages, and multiple felonies. Lord, they even got a younger picture. <laughs> they got a younger picture with Simon that said young scammer next to it. Now, who the fuck wrote that? Kyle low down his head at the neighborhood talk, but do I, do I be tickled? And do. Anyway, I'm a, should I read all this? I'm going to read some of it. It says, the case arises of the petitioner's application for U.S. citizenship and naturalization. Doc number, yeah, y'all let, denied petitioner's application on July 27, 2022. Doc number 1-4, petitioner requested a hearing on this decision and denied was reaffirmed. Doc number 2-3, the court derives the following facts from the petitioner's complaint and its attachments. Petitioner is a Nigerian citizen. Petitioner first entered the United States of America. He overstayed his visitor visa. However, in 1985, uh, INS denied his application for adjustment of status. Uh, he was declared deportable and voluntarily departed from the United States on December 28, 1985. He then re-entered the United States in June 1986. Petitioner again overstayed his six-month... <laughs> Petitioner again overstayed his six-month visitor visa. In September 1987, Petitioner was arrested for bank and credit card fraud and pleaded guilty to a, a felony offense. He was arrested in uh, January 1989 for unauthorized use of a vehicle and again in 1990 for fraud. Therefore, the agency began removal proceedings. In January 1991, petitioner committed another felony offense, credit card fraud. In uh, April 1991, an immigration judge held a hearing and ordered petitioner to be deported. 
Uh, he was deported and physically removed from the United States in March 4th, 1992. Child, before his removal, he uh, used different identity to seek temporary resident status under the Special Agricultural Worker Program. He also did not include his criminal history on his uh, SAW, the Special Agricultural Worker Program uh, application. When his SAW application was approved, he was given a registration card as a temporary resident. Child, this is a lot. Petitioner received his permanent residency card on April 27, 1992. In December 2016, dog, that's a big jump forward. So I thought all this scamming was going on back in the 90s only, in the 80s and 80s only. But apparently, let's see. He applied for uh, naturalization under his second identity and was denied because his temporary resident status was unlawfully granted. Oh, Lord, okay, I ain't gonna read the rest of this because Simon, it's a lot. I, I don't know what's going on, but Simon, I hope y'all get it figured out. You got enough money to uh, make all this go away, so I hope you figure it out real soon. I know one thing, I want to see all of it play out on camera, okay? And while you're doing all that uh, fighting for your life on camera, I want to see Portia live a fabulous life, okay? Because if you can't, uh, <laughs> this is so stupid to say. If you can't spend the money over here, just let her spend it in peace when you leave, okay? We need luxury back on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, okay? We need to see her spending a whole lot of money, her on boats and planes and yachts and stuff, them taking her private jet when they go out of town, you know, out the country, doing all that kind of stuff. That's what we need on Atlanta. Now, Simon, I know I completely railroaded your situation to make this about Portia, but that's just what I need, okay? I've been waiting too long for Portia to come back, and that's what I need from y'all, okay? Now, an immigration uh, law attorney, her name is, oh boy, what's her name? Uh, I don't know the lady's name. Gilman, I don't know. Gilman Immigration Law is what the uh, Instagram profile is. They also stepped into the neighborhood talk, and they said that when a petition for citizenship, when you petition for citizenship, the government can go back and assess if your green card was lawfully obtained. From these facts, it appears material facts were omitted, which could have resulted in denial of his green card initially. Now he risks losing his green card and being put in deportation proceedings again. But he has options if he qualifies, such as LPR cancellation of removal. Now, see... They was going on saying, you know, up, oh, Simon, a chop, he got to go, and all this kind of stuff. She was saying, no, it's not that easy. The immigration office makes mistakes all the time and all that kind of stuff. My question is, I'm wondering if his marriage status to Portia can change any of this now. We all know that they're, they're, they're legally married. They got married both in America and Nigeria. Now, I don't know if Nigeria was the real license. Y'all just playing, playing pretend over here. But they got both of the licenses, okay? I, I, <laughs> they had both of the weddings. I don't know how many licenses they got, y'all. I'll just be guessing and making up facts. Y'all know me. But I'm really curious. I wonder if his marriage status with her can actually help his case now. I'm assuming so, but... Child, I, I assumed a lot about uh Juicy Joe over in Jersey, too. You see his ass ain't nowhere near the United States no more. <laughs> Child, they got that man. That man went back to a small town in Italy. He couldn't even go to, to Rome. But he couldn't even go to Sicily. That man went back to, the, I'm talking about the smallest part of wherever the hell he was from over there in Italy and had to go back home. They said, oh, no, nah, bitch, not over here. You can't stay in the United States, not with this bullshit. So, Simon... I'm rooting for you, okay? I, I, I like the luxury. I like the opulence. I like Simon. Oh, you know, so I know some people uh, don't like him because of what he did to Fallon, but uh, yeah, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but speaking of Atlanta, there's been rumors circulating around. 
I guess because of a post that Kim, you know, Kim Beerman is just Kim Zosiak Beerman, whatever child. One of the thirstiest, like people, like one of the like uh, most attention-seeking people on social media, and so she posted a picture with a little camera icon in the corner. Now, does this mean that she's filming the Atlanta Housewives? We don't know, but obviously she knew that that's what people were going to think. They're casting. Andy's been talking about how great the casting is. Now, let me tell you something. While I um, I didn't want her back for the soul, re- you know, I've, I've gone back and forth with Kim. Y'all, if y'all listen to this podcast, y'all know I've gone back and forth with Kim a lot of times. The first time I'm like, you know what? Bring her back. Her and Sheree, they were good TV. Her and Nene, they were good TV. You know, she fight with Kenya all the time. That's good TV. You know, Kim, I mean, Kenya finally has somebody to bounce off. That'd be great. That'd be help the revival of the show. Then I was like, no, I kind of want them to move away from Kim. Now she broke as hell. Uh, who the hell wants to see that on TV? I don't. And so I'm, I, I've been going back and forth. But if we go see all this Croy stuff play out on camera, uh, maybe I'm here for it. Oh, this is going to be a messy season of Atlanta, and I'm here for it. Now, I don't know if it's all going to play out the way it's supposed to have played, but I'm here for it, okay? I'm here for it. If Kim going to come back, actually have to work and go on these trips and all that kind of stuff. Now, see, now, Kim, you know, back in the past, production used to let you not go on the trips and at least let you think you was better than everybody. But now you ain't got no choice but to go. And we going to know as an audience, if you can't afford to go, that's going to be the reason. We go, oh, Kim ain't on this trip. I heard her bank account. That card declined when she tried to buy her ticket at uh, <laughs> Spirit Airlines. I don't know. Spirit don't even go where we going, but that, that's what I heard. She can't. I don't know. So, Kim... For the own sake of your ego, because you got a real big ego when it comes to this kind of stuff, you better go on them damn cash trips. That's all I got to say. Let's talk about the traders. We pick up right where we left off. No banishment ceremony last time. Instead, Kevin and Sandra had to pick someone to save from the traders and the faithfuls. They picked Sheree, who then picked Phaedra, who then picked CT, who then picked Parliament John, who does the reading of the girls, okay? Who then picked Peter, unfortunately, okay? Remember, Kevin and Sandra won the Shields in the last challenge, so they were the ones that got to pick first, and that's how that kind of, you know, those events unfolded. This meant that Bergie, Kate, Trishelle, MJ and Parvati were all up for murderation, okay? All up in the murderation. Obviously, not really Parvati because she's a traitor. This episode opens with a breakfast table, of course, and the cast starts to march in. Sheree and CT come in first, then Phaedra and Sandra. And this is when they remind us that they got to get Parvati out and that Peter has become an absolute dick, okay? Fair. When it comes down to it, Bergie has been murdered by the traitors. Lord, not my Bergalicious, not my Ekans. Sue, Lord. This means that Peter's pals has lost another vote for their side. And now all they have is Peter, the leader, Parliament John, who reads the girls, Kevin, not the brightest, and Trishelle, doing too much, but is actually playing a pretty good game because she sees the bullshit that's going on. Keep in mind, Trishelle is still on her Phaedra is a traitor and we need her gone bullshit and I hate it okay now that Bergie is gone I'm solely rooting for Phaedra even though I'm okay with CT or any of the Bravo girlies winning Peter Kevin and Trishelle go to the cellar and have yet another secret meeting excluding all the other people and further further causing the divide basically 
Trishelle is telling them about how she thinks it's way more important to get out Phaedra right now because this might be their last chance to do so and actually have the numbers to get her out. Peter and Kevin mansplain to her why that's a bad idea, but now keep in mind, Peter has yet to tell the others uh, on Peter's pals, that is. He's yet to tell them that he actually went to Parvati and Phaedra and tried to work with them. This is important to keep in mind for the roundtable discussion later on. Trichel convinces Peter to just, you know, try to go get Parvati to vote with them tonight, and then they think they'll be able to have the votes against Phaedra. But let me comment on the most important thing, though, because this was really, like, bothering me about Trichel. Trichel is committed to this French beret look. Now, I don't know if she's supposed to be like a broke-ass version of Emily in Paris or if she's trying to convince y'all that she was on Real World Paris with CT, even though she was on Real World Yonkers or Real World Tallahoochee or whatever the hell she was on. What was she on? Real World Las Vegas, maybe? I don't know. But I needed to stop. Like, I needed to stop. Like, why, is, I don't, why, do, why does Trishel hurt me so much? I don't know what it is, but, like, she, she's playing such a good game because she sees what's going on, but, like, I didn't even really like her back on the real world. So I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe my bias, my slip is showing a little bit. I don't know. But I just, I hate that damn beret so much. And I need her to go away from me. Go away from me with this, Apollo. Okay? I, that damn beret is getting on my nerves. I'm sick of it. Peter pulls Parvati, knowing that he needs to convince her that he's switching sides and that he believes her and me and you shall never pod my T-Dot-T-Dot. Stream the color purple on Max, by the way, okay? <laughs> I know I will. But while they're having this heart-to-heart, -heart, MJ, who just wants to be a part of the game and wants to, like, stop being dismissed from the conversations, Peter, is eavesdropping in the hallway. And MJ goes to tell everybody what she just heard. Kate and CT and the others are convinced that Parvati is making her rounds and trying to convince Peter's pals that she is indeed a faithful. Now, not only are the other folks, I'm, we'll call them Phaedra's phonies. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't think of another name. I don't know. Phaedra's phonies from now on, even though I love them. They're convinced that Parvati is a traitor. The others already know this, but are actively choosing to try to get Phaedra out first. This becomes important later. On the drive to the mission, you know, they got their little challenge or whatever. Trishel's, uh, uh, Daphne from Scooby-Doo looking ass. <laughs> Daphne, you know what? I believe she reminded me of Daphne because I used to hate that little damn headband that Daphne wore too. Like, please, like, I get it. Like, if this cartoon was made in the 70s, fine, but like, update that shit like put you a little hat on or something like put you a i'd rather daphne wear a bonnet at this point i'm so goddamn tired of that uh tired ass dated ass look they got daphne in anyway uh trishelle aka daphne is making her public declaration in the car and that she's saying that basically she has way more evidence on phaedra than she does about poverty and that both her and peter are starting to believe poverty you can tell that sandra who's in their car ain't here for the Phaedra smear campaign, and she still wants Parvati out. Y'all got to remember, Parvati and Sandra, they got a whole lot of, like, deep-seated, like, stuff going on from Survivor, okay? People have always tried to say who's the real Survivor queen, and my girl Sandra has won twice, okay? So stop playing with her. 
it's time for the challenge and another big brother legend has arrived it's my boy dr wheel and he kind of looking like mr burns from the simpsons i don't know when this started to happen but my guy looked like a cartoon character that ain't the dr wheel i remember okay but we can't deny he's a goat all right he sets up this gross-ass challenge they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have with bugs and, and rats and worms and swamp water and all that kind of stuff. He even gives them a safe word in case they want to tap out. They got to find their way out of this little-ass cabin in the woods, pun intended, and collect money along the way. But every time somebody yells out, uh, SpaghettiOs, they want the real safe word. I don't remember what the safe word was, but they got to yell out SpaghettiOs or whatever safe word it is, or, you know, they'll, they'll lose it thousand dollars if they come out the house um there's only a couple of things to note about the challenge that are actually like relevant to the episode number one the people that you thought would quit this challenge early are the exact people that quit this challenge early okay <laughs> first out is our shawls of sunset queen mj she's the first one to run out of there followed by phaedra Kate and Sheree. Basically, all the Bravo girls said, uh-uh, not me, bitch. Now time to go, ho. They were not here for these damn bugs falling on them and this water being squirted at them. No lie. They would have had me a wee bit fucked up too, okay? Especially after seeing that rat. That, I don't know if y'all noticed, that rat was literally grabbing <laughs> That rat was literally grabbing Trishel by her wrist and trying to hook, pull her back into the tunnel. I said, what kind of rats is these? Them, they reminded me of the, uh, you remember the big rats? On, uh, who was that they had to fight on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? It was them kind of rats, okay? Them rats was like, hell no, nah, bitch. Them was some hood rats, okay? Some North Memphis rats. Them was some Southside Chicago rats, okay? Them was some, some all of Philadelphia rats, okay? Them was some hood rats, Number two, there is also a shield at play, and the winner of the shield is, drum roll please, Daphne, I mean, I mean Trishel, because CT gave it to her, basically. You know, they, they low-key been beefing uh, ever since last episode, so he wanted to do something nice. And low-key, they've been beating Trishel ass about this shield all damn season. Y'all remember Janelle jumped that girl. <laughs> jumped on her ass from the top rope over this shield early in the season. So Trishel just happened to get one. I think her and, who was it? Her and Burgalicious, I think, won, won a couple episodes ago. But Trishel, child, she, as y'all will come to find out, she's very frantic, very hectic, very uh pedantic. I don't know. A lot of words to describe her. So Phage will give us a couple later on in the challenge. But very, um on edge all the time after the challenge alan announces that they won eleven thousand dollars fifteen thousand total but minus four thousand since bravo left early okay <laughs> when they get back to the castle uh well i was about to say parliament parvati tells parliament john to uh she pulls him to the side and pulls out these fake ass tears and uh, pulls at his heartstrings, and John kinda acts like he's going along with her. He kinda acts like he's falling for her. He kinda gives her a little bit of sympathy, but child, y'all know John by now. I, you know what? I need to see John 
and Atlanta Housewives reunion because he reads like he reads the girls like Kenya Moore and and uh, Nene Leakes. Who do y'all think would win in a shade off, Doctor Heavenly or John from Parliament? I'm starting to think John because John kind of be chewing the girls and he do it in a real nice nasty way. See, like he would remind me of Doctor Jackie if Doctor Jackie could read a little bit better. Now Doctor Jackie ain't shaded nobody real good since season two when she had Heavenly and Mariah at the table and she told Doctor Jack <laughs> she told Doctor Heavenly if I needed to focus on an abscess I'd call you but you're not a medical doctor so you can't. Now she read Heavenly down. Child, Heaven ain't been the same since that shit. I believe that was uh, Heaven's villain, well, not villain, uh, villain origin story right damn there. So, who Lord, John, don't stop what you're doing. I love every minute. Trishelle, before the banishment ceremony, is sitting in her cotton beret and is telling Kate, Sandra, John, CT, and Kevin that she is absolute vote, absolutely voting for Phaedra because she has many reasons, quote unquote. Kate is calling BS and she's like, okay, this entire time that I've been in the game and I know it ain't long, but this entire time I've been here, y'all have been saying poverty, 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 poverty. Now all of a sudden overnight is Phaedra, 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 Phaedra. Like what's T? What, what, what didn't happen to make you think that it's Phaedra all along like Agatha? Baby, just as Trishel was plotting and thotting, Phaedra walks in and sits her ass right next to Trishel. Can I just say, now this see, this is the most important thing happened in this episode. Let's talk about it. Both Phaedra and Trishel are wearing berets. <laughs> and Phaedra's outfit, it just, it looks expensive. I don't know if Sean Melson is still her uh, her, her uh, stylist, but if so, she's eating it up. She ate up every single episode of The Traders so far. Phaedra... Her outfit is giving Vogue magazine. She's giving Marie Claire. She's giving Harper's Bazaar. Trishel is giving like Automotive Weekly. Like she's giving Reader's Digest. She's giving Town and Country. Like they just not the same vibes. I don't know what it is, but and then Trishel be making these faces. Did I just be? I I don't know. It's very unbecoming of a Southern Belle. I know that much. Now, I don't know where the hell Trishel from, but all I'm saying is Phaedra pulling off the looks, okay? Time for the banishment ceremony, baby! And believe it or not, poverty of all people gets it started because I just, I just knew Big Trish was going to be sitting on ready. Poverty basically says she aligned herself with the wrong person, Dan, because he was a traitor. Yada, yada, yada. You know this whole speech, this whole spiel. Kind of the same thing she gave John earlier in the episode. This is when Trishel pipes up and says she has no notes about poverty, but she has a ton about Phaedra. She, like Dan, starts off with the breakfast reactions. Lord, these damn breakfast reactions. Y'all look so stupid constantly bringing up these breakfast reactions. She brings up the breakfast reactions, saying she doesn't seem surprised when people get murdered. Phaedra said, I get nervous all the time, but I'm not frantic like you are, a gag, okay? <laughs> then Trishel said the most compelling argument was that she was targeted by Dan, and she knew Dan would offer up a traitor to the group. John asks Phaedra basically for an answer for this, like kind of straight out. But then Kate swoops in and defends Phaedra, saying that it's not that easy to find a traitor. Now she, see, this is where Kate excels. Kate 
went back to her own season one experience and let y'all know this game don't go like this. This is a whole lot harder than uh, what it actually is, and y'all are looking for an easy way out. Kate, you better defend your Bravo sister. I know that's right. But the same way that Kate protects Phaedra, Peter's pals got to do what they got to do and look dumb together. Not dumb because they're pointing at the wrong person, but dumb because they keep letting Kate and Phaedra run verbal track meets around their asses. So Kevin starts saying that Phaedra has twitches or something dumb, a dumbass argument. See, Phaedra's holding back because I would have said, now, Kevin... I know Anna was funding your lifestyle with your broke ass, so you'll do anything to win this prize money, but don't be throwing me under the bus to get it, okay? Would I be bringing Anna in this chat? R.I.P. Anna. I love me some Anna, okay? Bling Empire was my shit, okay? I never did watch the damn spinoff with Dorothy Wayne. But one day, I might go back and watch it. Well, they ain't canceled in there, so ain't no need me watching shit. But anyway, R.I.P. Anna. But Kevin, you lucky Phaedra uh, keeping it cute with your ass. You might want to switch to the winning team, okay? CT stops this line of questioning and asks John, well, how do you feel, John? John, baby, he takes a deep breath, take him a little sip of water. You know, John a little dramatic. John got to give it to the girls the way he need to give it to the girls. John said, poverty could well be, and then he took a little break. He said, a duchess of deception and a mistress of murder. Pete, listen, Peter's pals looked so damn dumbfounded like, bitch, this was not a part of the plan, okay? <laughs> John said, fuck a plan. Let me read Big Parvati, not the little one, down to the ground. He said, you were Dan's partner in crime, but he really drove it home because he said, you have been worried about banishment, but serene about the threat of murder. When you think about it, this really is a traitor to a T because a traitor will never worry about getting murdered because obviously they're the ones doing the murdering, but they were going to always worry about the banishment ceremony. So John is clearly the one they need to be listening to and letting speak on behalf of Peter's pals because letting Trishel and Kevin be the face of your organization is like letting Tom and Jerry be the face of a stop domestic violence campaign. It just don't, it don't make no sense, okay? Parvati pleads her case, but then Peter speaks up against Phaedra again. Phaedra got right back with his ass, though. He said Phaedra is a bad faithful, and she said, well, you would know because you're the king of the faithfuls, right? Kate is like, y'all were very passionate about voting out Parvati, and now suddenly it's Phaedra. See, this is when Phaedra then exposes that conversation that they had. Remember, I told y'all. I told y'all, don't forget this part. She exposed the conversation that Peter had with her and Parvati. You can tell in this moment that Peter's pals are really confused. Not King Faithful, not the Prince of Egypt. Child, Peter presents it as a joke, but Kate ate his ass up, okay? After he got done eating, uh, after she got done eating him up, he said, why are you defending Phaedra so hard? And Kate laid it all out. You can tell everyone is so confused, especially the people that aren't clearly on the side like CT. CT and like certain other people don't know what to do, okay? They're just like, look, I don't know what to believe, but I just know that uh, y'all jumping on Phaedra and I don't like that, okay? Now it's time to vote, okay? They start with MJ and they go around. And even though Phaedra unfortunately gets four votes, Poverty is the clear winner by receiving the most votes. But it was CT that won the moment because he said, I can't vote out somebody that lit my torch over someone who was a known liar. And baby, he voted out Poverty. CT should have stood up. 
He should have went over and grabbed his woman, Phaedra, and, and gripped them southern cheeks, just gripped them cheekity cheek southern peach tea treats, and just planted a nice kiss on her, okay? Then they should have played uh, Don't Let Go By in Vogue in the background, and they could have they let the skylight open up and let the rain pour in. Oh, not me writing fan fiction, okay? <laughs> oh, y'all inspire me, okay? Of course... Poverty reveals that she's a traitor and reveals it and then no one is surprised in the slightest, okay? It's very important to note that Kevin and MJ have a conversation and he talks about not necessarily trusting Peter anymore because of what was revealed at the banishment table. He doesn't even know why the plan changed from Parvati to Phaedra. But then at the table, it's revealed that he was having backdoor conversations with the other side and didn't tell anybody. Kevin, if you were smart, I'm telling you, you'd get on the winning team instead of hitching your wagon to Peter, okay? Speaking of, Peter pulls Kate uh, Chastain. I don't know why I be trying to say a whole name. He pulls Kate for a combo, and of course... Kate eats him the fuck up the entire time. Kate ain't buying nothing that this man is selling. Nothing. She basically says she doesn't care if Peter is a faithful or a traitor. She just doesn't want to play the game with him because he's annoying as hell. Listen, if that ain't me, because why are you here, my beloved? You ain't even married to medicine, my love. Get that hell out of my face. I'm, I'm tired of Peter. I want him gone. Trishel, you can leave too with your beret. Kevin, you can stay. As long as you stop annoying me, talking about some damn uh, twitches and stuff, D don't be dumb, Kevin, okay? I like you, Kevin. I like Bling Empire. I'm trying to root for you, okay? Parliament John, you can definitely stay, but don't make me mad now, okay? Phaedra goes to the traitor's turret and awaits Alan. Oh, sweet baby Phaedra. She gets a chance to recruit yet another faithful, and she does exactly what I want her to do. She recruits Kate. I know some people wanted her to try Peter again or to try Trishelle or to even get CT, but I think Kate was easily her best bet. Number one, she's the best wordsmith there besides Phaedra, so she'll be good at hand-to-hand -hand combat in the banishment ceremony. Plus, she's already got Phaedra's back. They go to deliver the invitation to Kate, who is, all, you know, she has to go to the dungeon and await, like, the actual invitation, and we gotta wait until next episode to find out if she accepted or not. I got a feeling, Peter, I think we all kind of knew he was too good a damn two shoes to accept the invitation. Kate, I think, wants to be a traitor. So she's like, look, do me in, do me right. Uh, lick me up, lick me down. So I know Kate is ready to get the game started, okay? I, that's going to be a good duo right there. If, if she actually accepts, ooh, that's going to be a fun time. That's going to be a fun time. That's going to be a... It's going to be a fun time, y'all. Woo! I just, I can't get enough of the traitors. I wish it came on every day. Peacock is winning in terms of reality TV right now. It's just, it's doing what it needs to do, okay? Have y'all started that co that show, um, Couple to Thruple? I haven't started yet, but it looks like the type of ignorance that I like. So I'm going to start watching it this week, and I'll report back on if it's good. Y'all, I've been Kendrick, and we'll see ya! Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free? 
Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.